internships, improve your life, improve the lives of students, create lots more content, and tell a lot more positive stories. That is what's on deck. And here we go. Be sure to visit soundmind.app, peachjar.com, and nickelstrategies.com. Advocating for public education, sharing our stories, and celebrating our schools, students, and staff. From crisis communications to media relations, social media, and everything in between, we're here to give you the best strategies, tools, and techniques to help you help others. Welcome to the School PR Podcast, brought to you by Peach Jar, Sound Mind, and Nickel Strategies. Here's your hosts, Matthew Jennings and Ryan Ferran. Episode 97 of the School PR Podcast. Welcome in. We are talking internships today. Glad you are interested. Something I've been doing in Arcadia for about eight years now and really enjoy it. And the content we can create, the positive stories we can tell are just tenfold using our amazing students and they get a ton out of it. So do we. It's a win-win-win. So um, last year I created the National Communications Internship Collab. And it's just communications professionals throughout the country that are interested in internships or have them, want to talk about them, attend webinars, and just be in the group to talk about these uh, issues and how to improve their internships. And uh, most of the people in the group don't have an internship but really want to create one. So there's about 150 people in their group. And the webinar I'm about to present is from a few weeks ago that we did, and it was myself and Amber Nuvali, our public information officer here, our PIO, talking about our program here, how we run it, everything we do. So you'll, we'll go into full details. What's really nice about this webinar that we did in this presentation that you'll hear is that we have our superintendent on there giving his perspective, Dr. Van Osdall, and we also have three students, our interns who are current interns and have been in our program for several years providing their perspective, what they like, and uh, so you get to hear from them as well. Evelyn, Joy, and Danielle, big thanks to them for hopping on and doing it, and it's just kind of a um, 360 of our internship program. You can grab some ideas, how we run things, and um, so it's really neat, and we had a couple webinars last year, and there's a bunch of different ways to do internships. You can have it do it through CTE, paid, college, high school. Uh, I love the way we do it here, using our own students and giving them the opportunity and working with them and really helping them as much as they help us uh, in return with the great work they do for us. And we have so many series now. We're producing a magazine. We have a video series where they're news reporters, AUSD Today's. Uh, they're writing news articles, creating podcasts, taking photos. They're basically, we have 25 interns that are reporters for us in the school district and so it's been a great program we've made a lot of iterations through the years and adjustments to make it even better and uh, one of the big hesitations people get is it's so much work for me to run this program and I understand that we have created a system where a lot less is put on the advisors you and um, you still get lots of great content so that's what we're talking about today. Play the webinar for you. Please, if you haven't already, check out our School PR Podcast Facebook page. We just created this, and we're posting clips and the like. So just search School PR Podcast on Facebook. 
And we have our private Facebook page on there, Twitter, and our Instagram. So give those a follow. We post some clips from the shows and the like. And also thanks to our sponsors, Peach Jar, Nickel Strategies, and SoundMind. Give them a like. Follow links in the description. And again, if you want to join the National Communications Internship Collab, there will be a sign-up form in the show notes and in the description of this. All right, without any further hesitation, here is the webinar. Welcome, everyone. About close to 50 people on. Appreciate it. Uh, this is the right place if you're talking internships. So um, I'm Ryan Ferran. I work in Arcadia Unified School District. Before working in Arcadia, I was in TV news. That's a picture of me wearing way too much makeup way too early in the morning and reporting on a way too depressing story. Thrilled I found school public relations, doing the same thing I did in journalism, storytelling, but doing it for public education and just love it. So my degree is in journalism. I have a master's in communications. I've been on the executive board of CalSPRA, a lovely organization that I love. And I've taught a couple of college level classes as well. Hi, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here with you all today. I'm Amber Nuvali. I've been Ryan's partner in communications for a little over six years now in Arcadia Unified. I absolutely love what I do here. Um, I majored in communications with an emphasis in PR at Cal State Fullerton. Go Titans. Um, but I followed fourth grade Amber's dream of going to law school. So I have a JD, kind of collects a lot of dust, but I learned a lot and it provided me a lot of opportunities like getting this really great job here in Arcadia. So I am super excited to share with you one of the highlights of what I do here, which is DCI. And the question is, who needs to update their their headshot more, me or Amber? We both look like we're in elementary school. <laughs> uh, also, I do a school PR podcast if you're interested. I recently added Matthew Jennings as a co-host. It's super fun. We have over 90 episodes of the school PR podcast, talking everything from crisis communications, media relations. We just had a great one with Jackie talking, creating a street strategic communications plan. So if you're interested in podcasts, we have one if you're a school PR nerd uh, or we'll just help you fall asleep. And if you're not in our group, uh, the National Communications Internship Collab, you can join us, uh, make it official. We'll get you on the email list and get you going. All right, so what is DCI, Digital Communications Internship? Basically, it's a bunch of high school students that do all of our work for Amber and myself. Isn't that fantastic? No, but that's uh, that was kind of the joke at first. It was uh, when we first started the program, uh, all of our staff and administrators, principals, they'd see our interns out and be like, man, you just have all your minions running around doing all your work for you. And uh, that did get to me a little bit because when we first started the program, uh, we were doing so much copy editing, reviewing of work, critiques, running the meetings, emails at all hours of the night. Uh, kids never sleep. And so they email you at midnight. And so there was a lot of that. So one of the things we want to do today so many people are interested in internships, but they don't want to make it so much more work for themselves. So what Amber and I have done, especially when Amber joined a couple of years after the start of it, we started creating systems and processes and leadership roles. So the work on you as the advisor of the program running it is a lot less. So basically they are the news reporters for the district. They work in our office. They help support us. They are the storytellers. 
uh, and brand ambassadors for us, which has just been amazing uh, for us and a big asset. So in 2015, I had this idea, our superintendent, Dr. Benalsta, who's on the call and who you'll hear from, was totally supportive. He had kind of the similar idea. I got here, saw all these amazing stories, but knew I couldn't be at all the schools, all the different events. I heard of Travis Chen. He was just an amazing kid, always helping out at, at school and volunteering. He was talked to more adults than he did kids his age and was just so mature, really creative and smart. So I knew, let me start with Travis, approached him and said, look, I'm gonna create this internship program. I have no idea what it's gonna be but i want you to help me develop it and let's start working on some projects and he was on board and now i do advise when you start start small like i did but maybe even add two or three people just so you have the buddy system so it's not just one student they have two or three kind of students to do it with and friends and now travis that's uh, me and amber a year year or two ago at the grammy museum when he had his launch party for his new company he's in fortune he's in business insider and uh, I shouldn't take all the credit for him, but I do. And it's just not not true because he would have been successful without us. But it's so great to see what he's doing. He actually runs SoundMind. Uh, you want to check them out, SoundMind.app. They have a whole mental health and wellness program in schools, which is just fascinating to see what, see what he does. So we started with one. And then that next fall semester, I did applications and an interview process to recruit more. I probably went a little too big. I think there's like 12 of us here, that first group, but I had the model of let's do this like an after-school club and make it kind of exclusive. So we did get a lot of applications and people always ask like, where do you get the students from? Where are you recruiting? So I went to the high school video production classes, the newspaper classes, yearbook, all those kids that are kind of a natural fit for our types of roles, promoted it, went to speak to those classes. And then we did an email blast to every high school student saying, here's this opportunity from the district level to be a part of our internship program. And that's how we did our initial recruitment. It worked great. And then now it's word of mouth. We still do the email blasts and all that and advertise on social media. But that first recruitment was going to those high school programs and teachers and that initial email blast. And so a little bit more about how we structure our program um, so that you all know what the time commitment is out of the gate and so you know what students are kind of expected to provide time-wise. So like Ryan said, just a little bit more about how we start every semester. We usually in the fall do a recruitment for new interns. So once you get your program up and running, you'll probably have the same folks through their high school journey with you on your team. Um, but we look for new hires when we lose students who are seniors and things like that. So we send out, like Ryan said, an email blast to all of our Arcadia High School students. We just have one high school in our district, so it's a little easier for us in that way. Um, and then after we send the email blast, we let them know about an informational meeting that we host, um, our actual our interns host it, and Ryan and I are just there to answer questions. But that's an opportunity for students to get questions answered about the application, time commitments, things like that. Um, we've been fortunate every time we've put out applications, we've gotten a lot more than we have open positions for. So this semester we had about seven openings. Uh, this time we had a little over 50 applications. We invited 12 to interview and our interviews are panel interviews in group style. So we have an interview panel with me, Ryan, and about six of our veteran interns. And then we have groups of about six potential hirees in a room. It takes about 30 minutes for each group. 
Um, and then from there, we work with our panelists in our program already to decide who we want to hire for that semester. Um, and then every semester, whether you're a returning intern or a new hire, everyone undergoes a 30-day probationary period. We really want to mimic the real world and give these students um, access to what it looks like to be in a truly professional setting. It's a great opportunity for me and Ryan to decide if this person's a good fit for our team. And it's also a good opportunity for a student to see if they have the bandwidth and the time to give to our program that all of our other interns are giving because we really just want everyone to be rowing in the same direction and contributing at the same level. And we're fortunate that our interns have just really elevated the program and continue to do that. So we just want to protect that energy. Um, once we have all of our interns, our new hires and our returners set, our roster set, we structure our meetings weekly. So Ryan and I go to Arcadia High School every Monday after school, except during finals weeks or vacation times. And we meet from 345 to 5. Uh, we bring snacks for the kids because we realize that that is a good selling point for getting them in on a Monday after a long school day. Um, we start off our meetings with a little bit of a collaborative circle time. So we ask a question just to help with bonding, but it also helps with storytelling and allowing us to kind of give feedback. Ryan's notorious for saying no repeat. So everyone has to really listen. So for example, our sort of team bonding question this past meeting was, what's the best piece of advice you, you have received to date? So everyone can kind of go around, be inspired by one another, but also be paying attention because if you receive the same best piece of advice, you better come up with something different or you're going to get called out by Mr. Farhan. <laughs> um, Outside and those meetings are an opportunity for us to give work critiques, for us to go through our managers and see what's new, what's news for the good of the whole, to make sure that we have coverage for important district-wide events, and just to connect. So being together and being able to connect is really important for us on those Monday meetings. Um, in between Monday meetings, we communicate in a private Facebook group. And so our interns will post their work product that they're done with. They'll tag me and Ryan and their respective managers just to let us know, hey, my pictures are in our Google Drive folder. They're ready for posting or my news article is ready for review. My video is ready for review, things like that. So that closed Facebook group is really key um, with us being able to communicate in between meetings. Um, and then we've had questions before, you know, how do you deal with if you have to reach just one intern? We'll do a group email so ryan and i will be on that email or if it's a time sensitive thing we'll just shoot a, a group facebook messenger message to those interns as well um and yeah like we said we restart during every semester so we just make sure that everyone's committed each and every semester so we are not a paid internship. We pay in experience and heart and lots of love and snacks. But uh, truly, some of the examples of what we provide our interns to keep them coming back, uh, we definitely try to bring in a lot of guest speakers into those Monday meetings um, just so that they can hear from other industry professionals and reaffirm that what Mr. Fran and I are saying during those meetings are accurate because they're hearing them from other people. And over the years since we've has had DCI going on for a while now, we actually have a really amazing alumni network. So we're able to pitch that to prospective interns that they're getting this wealth of a network as well. We try to take them on uh, field trips and obviously they're able to go cover events um, at the sideline level, go to um, shows for free and cover them. So we, they get press passes. 
I've learned that blue is the color of communication. I just thought it was Ryan's favorite color. And when I got here, that just happened to be the color of the polo, but it is the color of communication. We do tend to look like the helpful Honda people, but we are the helpful storytellers of Arcadia Unified. So once um, an intern completes two semesters successfully, they, get, they earn that Nike dry fit polo. Um, and then we also just allow them to build their professional professional portfolio with publications. We have a great relationship with our local newspaper, Arcadia Weekly, where students can be professionally published and just add to their resume while they're still in high school. And the level of their work just speaks, or speaks for itself because they inevitably have ended up winning a lot of awards. And there's more because we still really do try to give them a lot just to make sure that their time, they know how much we value them and we want them to really value their experience with us. So at the end of each semester, we have a celebration. We have um, a banquet together. We do certificates of completion that are signed by our superintendent, Dr. Vinazdal, Ryan and myself. And um, I try to make those certificates different every time because our interns actually like put them little notebooks and track them. So it's special for them and I, I think it's special for us too. We also provide them or guarantee them a letter of rec if they've finished a uh, semester with us successfully so we can speak to their work ethic and that's come in handy. We've been told for college applications and other internship opportunities. Um, Ryan and I facilitate all the media and film requests that come through our district. So anytime we have an opportunity that we can parlay into a DCI opportunity, we absolutely do. So for example, we had Amy Poehler and Netflix film at our high school and we got to get an exclusive DCI interview with her, which was super special. We also give, so on all of our social media, on our website, whenever an intern produces something for us, they get byline credit, whether it's photos, a video, a news article. So again, they're just continuing to build that professional professional portfolio. And lastly, we try to offer them a lot of leadership opportunities and experience, and we just shower them with practical knowledge during those Monday meetings. Ryan is known for just impromptu life lessons during the, those meetings, and they really do stick with them. So that's something else we do to provide. And of course, you know, do you even bit Moji Bro? We do here in Arcadia. It's an example of our work hard, play hard adage. So once our roster is finalized after that 30 day probation, we have everyone submit a Bitmoji. Uh, we even talk about the Bitmoji selections, right? Like we asked Samantha, why are you, why do you have a dumpster fire behind you? I don't know what that means, but it was a learning opportunity about how people can interpret things differently. So but we definitely have fun in our program, or we try to. And so as you start to really flesh out your program, what Ryan and I have constantly tried to do is find ways to make this team more efficient and seamlessly operating. Because at the end of the day, we really want to keep this program going. But if it's too costly in time, we may not be able to. So what we developed over the years were leadership opportunities. We started off with one. So we had a student managing editor and I believe Travis, uh, the gentleman you saw a picture of, he was our first student managing editor. So he was our head intern that could take over meetings. If maybe we got caught on a work crisis and we couldn't get there on a Monday meeting, we had that one go-to intern to be able to carry the torch for us. And now as the years have gone by, we thought, why don't we expand those leadership roles? Why don't we make teams and have managers of those teams so that people are getting 
work critiques much quicker than Ryan and I could. So for example, we have 23 interns on our team right now. There's no way that between Ryan and I, we could um, work critique, review, and get that back in a timely manner for all 23 interns work product. But with our managers, they really help streamline the process. They're the ones talking about um, copy editing news articles and copy editing captions for social media posts. So as you can see, we have a ton of different opportunities for our interns and it's a time saver for us, but it's a great uh, chance for students to get that leadership experience, learn how to work with people in interpersonal professional environments. Because we've also had interns come to us like, oh, these people just aren't meeting the deadlines or I can't drum up support. So it's a, a true win-win once you get to a level where you can start to have managers. Yeah, and that was really the, the time saver for us is getting those managers in positions because we were getting the emails, doing all those work critiques, going over the videos, the podcasts, listening to all them, going over the articles. But with the managers and their veterans, as Amber alluded to, they can do that whole first level for us. So by the time we get everything to us, it is way more polished. And the social media managers, that was one of the most time consuming things. So we're getting all this extra content from the interns being at all these events. But our original process was they take the photos, send them to us for approval. We download them, upload them to Facebook. We do the captions. And that was taking so much time because it was great to have all this extra content, these stories through photos and videos. But man, we were up all night. So these managers, now they, they upload directly to our social media pages. They write the captions themselves. So we, we did iterate slightly before we got to that level where it's like, okay, send, send us the captions, we'll approve them. But once they're in your program for several years, they know the style guides, they're writing the style guides for us, what to post, how to post. So that was been the biggest time saver. And I say this often, I'll say it again. You talked to me five, six years ago, there's no way I'm letting high school students touch our social media pages, no way, no how but when they're with you you trust them they know the systems and it's been such a benefit for us and once in a while is there a grammar mistake yes they make less grammar mistakes than i do though so it's not a big deal you edit and you move on but that has been the biggest time saver is what amber talked about those manager positions and them having control the other big thing for us is some programs won't they only take juniors and seniors we love freshmen and sophomores because those become your leaders when they're juniors and seniors. Some of the interns, a couple of them you hear from today, they've been with us for three and four years. If Amber and I have a crisis, they can run the meeting. They can run things for a long time. So um, we like all different ages for diversity and, and that's been very beneficial. Amber also talked about some of the workshops and guest speakers, like what's the benefit for us and some programs are paid. Nobody once in seven years of doing this has asked for a dime but we do try to provide them with a ton of opportunities. This is a guest speaker. I used to work at a small TV station in Santa Barbara with Dennis Funes, and he came and he's now at NBC Network News. He did a workshop on lighting, how to do remote interviews, and it was just amazing. Bottom left is one of our alumni, uh, Katie Salisbury. She's a writer and editor in New York, works for publications. And uh, so she just did a great uh, session as well for us. Another alumni, Tracy Long, she, at this point, this was years ago, she was a reporter in Baltimore. Now she's actually got a job in, in LA. She came and did a whole storytelling workshop with our interns. Um, we even used some of our parents that are 
alums and current parents. Uh, Nicole works at Reddit, big job in Reddit. She came and the kids were really inspired by her story. Uh, one of our interns' parents, Linda Nunez, was the first female drive time host for KNX News Radio, which is a huge station here in Los Angeles. She came and talked about being on the radio, kind of her breaking barriers. She talked about a story I'll never forget that resonated with the students was when she was on the air on 9-11 and what that meant and how she kind of went through that process. And, you know, we just had 9-11 anniversary and uh, the kids were just kind of blown away by her story. So they love guest speakers. They ask for more of them. And so, you know, people in the business, you work with reporters. It's a great way to get those relationships and media relations too. like, hey, love to have you come talk to our students. They, they understand your system, your students, and that you're not just this bad guy that they're writing stories about. Um, so uh, I had reporters from the LA Times, our local cable spectrum. This was in the pandemic. We just did them virtually. And even your own staff, we had our own assistant superintendent of human resource services. He came in and did a great uh, workshop about doing applications, doing interviews, because we do try to mimic the real world, whether they go into communications, PR or not. We want them, there are students, we want them to be successful, get these jobs. So you have resources around you that you could utilize, do some of these workshops. So um, they're, they're all around you, you just need to look. And then Travis, our OG intern, he comes back along with some of the other alumni and uh, does a whole session about you know what he's learned. He is a master networker. When we went to USC, uh, for a journalism day, he basically dropped off his resume at the dean of journalism's uh, desk and and talked to her. And he he got into USC, and he'll be the first to tell you his grades are probably not the the greatest on the USC campus. But he's just amazing on LinkedIn. He was just named LinkedIn like thirty under thirty, like influencer or something crazy. Um, but so we bring our own people back who have these amazing stories, and we keep our our network kind of. Uh, big and growing uh, throughout DCI and alumni. And we always have our alumni come back for our first fall banquet. We do a lot of banquets at the end of the semester. Dr. Vanalstal comes to all those. We do food for them, but we bring our alumni back. We put them up. We do a big panel, lessons learned, what to look, look out for when you go to college. How do you join internships? Um, if a couple students have applied to UCLA, we usually have an alumni there. You know, they help them, we connect them directly. So we really try to use our, our alumni that have come through the program now and to help our current students, which has just been uh, fantastic. One thing we also do that is less work for us, but gives much more knowledge to our current students and opportunity to our current interns is skill presentations. So we have our interns, um, do something, a five to 10, 15 minute presentation on something they specialize in and that they really like. So we just ask for volunteers every semester and we have probably four to five each semester, different skill presentations. We've had them on photography, graphic design. Uh, Danielle, who will be speaking a little bit later, she did one last year on Google Sheets. Uh, bottom right is Vanya. She's our podcast manager. This was from our, our meeting this week. She did a presentation. They always wanna, you know, can our district, can we get on Snapchat? Can we get on TikTok? So Vanya volunteered to do a skill presentation on should we get on TikTok as a school district? She did a phenomenal job. She used data analytics. And so we all kind of learned about the algorithms. And so 
super proud of her, but we all learned kind of about uh, the benefits of TikTok, some of the downfalls, what we need to look out for. She put up, she was very smart. She said like, Harvard's on TikTok. Why shouldn't Arcadia Unified be on TikTok? And had some really good examples. So, but this is something that the students are doing themselves. It's very valuable in the meetings that you don't need to do yourself. Like we're not preparing these presentations, but it also gives them a great speaking opportunity in front of kids, putting together presentations. So this has uh, been very powerful for us as well. So once you're able to have a larger team of interns, your capacity to do more in your department just uh, expands exponentially. So when, for example, we were fortunate to have a one-to-one -one Chromebook rollout in our school district, um, everyone was thrilled to have technology in the hands of students um, on that one-to-one -one ratio, but our technology and information services team started to notice that there were a lot of Chromebooks coming in for repairs, damaged, broken keys, things of that nature. So TIS partnered with us to see about ways to um, inform our students about how to take care of their Chromebooks. So we worked with our DCI interns and they created this amazing, funny, informative video that was played district-wide in classrooms all across our district. And that really uh, helps with the bottom line of decreasing those crazy costs that were coming in from all those repairs and was a huge time saver for our TIS team who was not having to do all these repairs anymore. Um, other things that we're able to do are we're able to work with our team of DCI interns to host more internal communication puff piece events like our staff appreciation night. Uh, Ryan, if you want to go to that next screen. So, for example, because we do have all of our interns hands on deck, Ryan and I, out of our public information and communications office, were able to create a staff appreciation night just as a way to bring everyone from across our 11 schools uh, district together. What we do is we host this at an Arcadia High School football game, and we started off with giving sideline passes to our staff and their families to watch the game at the field level. Uh, we're grateful that our football team has always been agreeable to that, and we just have a great athletics department department too. Um, but we would have them there. We'd give them a commemorative stress relieving football. Um, and then over the years, we've been able to expand it to now. Last year, we did a tailgate where we were able to work out a partnership with our local credit union to help us fund food for all of our staff and their guests. Um, we also now have games that our interns are out there playing with all of the students and the kiddos that are in um, that are there and so it's just something really special that we're able to do because we have that manpower now um again going back to the idea of wanting to give our interns to show them our appreciation and repaying them we try to give them so many opportunities so whenever ryan and i are have the opportunity to ask for uh, credentials to go somewhere where our interns can be side by side with news reporters that are live and in the game now, we definitely do. So our interns have had the chance to go to the Rose Parade when our um, Apache Marching Band and Color Guard were in it. They got to meet you know, reporters from CNN and just be there and in the thick of it with those professionals. Um, like we mentioned, we got to have an exclusive interview with Amy Poehler. And then I'm not sure how many of you are K-pop fans, but it's pretty big in our school district. And we happen to have this um, alum alumnus who is just an international celebrity, K-pop star, model, actor, performer, everything. So he wanted to come back and take some photos of a clothing line that he created at Arcadia 
he wanted to take the pictures at Arcadia High School. So we were able to work that into, well, hey, can we have DCI shadow your professional photographers, have an exclusive one-on-one -on -one interview with you? And that's something that those our student interns will not soon forget. It was really special. We were big time celebrities when we got them a K-pop one-on-one. Uh, -on -one, they were very pleased with us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it increased our stock tenfold for yeah. sure. Um, and then we uh, have this really amazing partnership with USC. We're lucky that USC is just uh, a couple neighborhoods away from us, but we get invited to their Youth Media Day uh, every year for the past, uh, I think, about five years. But we take as many interns as we can that want to go, and it's just an amazing opportunity for them to kind of dream bigger and aspire um, even more, seeing what they may have access to tools-wise and programs-wise at something as impressive as Annenberg's um, media center. Yeah, and so if you're looking for things or opportunities to reach out and to provide opportunities, reach out to your local colleges or universities. They're, they'll be happy to partner with you. They may be doing high school days already. Um, so it's an easy opportunity, your local colleges and universities. Definitely. And as I mentioned before, we try to be super professional at all times, but we also want to have a have fun and impress upon our interns that work-life balance. So we do try to steal away and have more informal meetings and opportunities for us to bond and get to know one another. So one of those things is we have a local park that we'll all just go to. And if you have a doggo, you're encouraged to bring the doggo. And it's just a really fun time to be outside in the fresh air and not in a room and just hanging out. And then I think this slide is really just in here for um, Ryan and me because it's like our mental health break, puppy therapy. Um, Uncle Ryan would definitely like to steal sticks from me, but she is mine and she's definitely our mascot. She even has her own little DCI polo and she brings a lot of joy to our program as well. Yes, I just, I don't wanna leave this slide because I just love looking at her. She brings down my, my mood. <laughs> Uh, speaking of support, we have the best superintendent in the district. I know you think yours might be good, but I'm a little biased. Our superintendent, again, he comes to all of our end of the semester parties. He signs all the certificates of completions. He personally thanks them, uh, breaks bread with us and the interns. And so some people, the obstacle of them creating and starting a program is their superintendents a little skeptical? They don't understand it, how it works. They're concerned about liability, maybe the board. But our superintendent, Dr. Banalsdal, who was named by CalSPRO Superintendent of the Year a couple of years ago because of his amazing support and advocating for our field and hiring more communication staff, um, I went to him and he actually helped me create the model of what we use. So it wasn't like, it was like, yes, we can absolutely do this. Let's talk about how to do this and get this done. So. Um, I understand other districts, it's a little tougher. Um, so I'm so fortunate that way, but he's been so supportive in that process. And if you have a soup that needs convincing or just wants to be reassured, like this program is good, it's gonna provide value. Dr. Banalstall will be happy to hop on the phone with your superintendent um, and he, he's hopping on with us today. So I appreciate it, Dr. Banalstall. Good to see you and thanks for the support once again. Thank you, Ryan, and thanks for the uh, invite today. I, uh, it's an honor uh, to join you all. Uh, in my eyes, uh, the folks on this webinar today, you guys are the absolute rock stars of education. Um, I admire your work, and, and I'll tell you why specifically. I go home every night, and I think as educators in the world we live in today, so divisive, we deal with so many tough issues. 
And at the end of the day, um, the difference between a good day and a bad day is just what I choose to focus on. It's whatever I looked at or whatever I gave the, the most time to myself. And so when I generalize that to your work, um, you are the ones that are giving those voices, uh, our students' voices, escalating those voices, promoting those voices. Our staff, our, our amazing world-class staff, no matter where you are, we have educators that are just uh, pulling off miracles every day, um, impacting young lives. So, um, you know, at the end of my day, uh, so many news feeds that are going into my head now are those positive stories and the positive impact that we're having. And it doesn't mean you ignore and, and those uh, tough things aren't happening, but boy, there's just a lot more good happening in our schools than bad. And that story needs to be told. So um, just thank you for all of you that are in the trenches fighting that good fight for for us in, in education. Just a couple of things that I want to share that, you know, this is a legacy piece for me, 100% uh, when that day comes and I walk away, uh, this program will be one that, that I will um, always remember and admire. And it's because it truly is um, sustainable and it, it's now its own beast, right? And it will continue to grow and grow. And so for me, um, a piece of advice is just that, you know, bias to action. And I, and I think, you know, Ryan mentioned that, that if you haven't started, I saw so many people mentioning that you have programs, amazing. If you haven't, don't get overwhelmed by seeing, you know, how, uh, you know, how developed some of these programs are. It took years and years and years. Just start, whether it's one, three, um, just get started. We have a, a value in Arcadia um, to, to learn from failure. And so it's just permission that it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be messy. Um, just take your first step and get started and we'll figure it out together as we go. And uh, I just really admire uh, Ryan and Amber both for just continuing to live that value. You know, we deal in the, in the people business. Everything's messy, nothing simple and perfect. Um, but we have to remember at the end of the day, this is about kids. And that's the second thing I just really want to highlight is we spend a lot of time in education, sometimes developing and spending a lot of money on programs to, to create situations to give kids world experience. And a lot of times that experience is right in front of our nose. It's, it's the work we're doing, right? You don't have to go out and, and, and look for it. And this is one of those opportunities where Ryan and Amber could be doing their job and, and being wonderful at it. And, and no one would have said anything but they look for that opportunity because we are a learning organization. That's what we do. So we have to remember that above everything, looking for that constant opportunities for, can a student be doing this? Should a student be doing this? Um, would that add value to them? Would it add value to our organization? And it does. And so um, I just wanna encourage you all and, and thank you for the work you do. And, and I truly, it, it, you know, use my number, use my name. If there's if a superintendent or someone that I could speak with to just try to um, give that extra edge to help you along, I would absolutely love to do that and support this program moving forward. So again, thank you. Uh, I am uh, the number one fan of Ryan and Amber, even though I get to work with them every day, um, their passion and, and commitment to our students is second to none. So thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Amber. And, and uh, great to be here with you all. Thank you so much, Dr. Nalston. I think a piece of advice that he gave too is, is so key. If you wait to have all the answers for the program before you start it, you will never start. Just start it before you have everything figured out. And the kids actually love being able to help create your program with you and form forming it and helping. So 
Uh, don't wait. And I always say Dr. Bernalstahl didn't hire me, but he hasn't fired me, which is even more important than not hiring me. So it, he's just been such a support for us and he will hop on the phone. He's on Twitter. He's on LinkedIn. Find him, follow him. He's, he's just a great resource and he's always uh, happy to help anyone, uh, especially if they're going to help students. Uh, speaking of super, our kids love pizza. We do a lot of food parties and banquets. We actually up upgraded our food too. Now it's a lot of barbecue and good stuff. Uh, so we do do that for them as well. One of the greatest things we did for them, it's super old school. Everything we do is digital or digital communications program, but we went old school and gave all of our interns business cards. It is super cheap to do. You can get a hundred business cards for like $4. We do them in our own print shop and the students, some of them will never use them, but goodness, did they love them. Uh, we tell them you work for us, you're interns, you're working in our office, and we treat them with as professionals. So this is kind of their networking card. If they have to leave a game early, here's my email. Um, so this is something easy you can do to give them uh, another benefit. The benefits we've gotten, this is just one example from the 21-22 school year. 198 events in our district were covered. And when you think about that, contextually we only have 183 school days so and then just photos alone we had over 10,000 pictures just that one year and we've been doing this for seven years so the content creation from them is just next level the branding we talk about declining enrollment recruiting staff bond measures parcel taxes this and that's one of the reasons for the program too you know putting dollars to it and potentially getting dollars your students are storytellers, brand ambassadors, and they help with all that. A couple of years ago, we, we created a broadcast news team. So they're actually news reporters doing the videos that you would see on your local ABC, NBC station. There's a link there. There's now, I think, close to 50 Amber videos. AUSD Today is about programs within our district. One there, the president of Hungary, who was a foreign exchange student here years ago, came and visited uh, her middle school last year, First Avenue. Two of our interns also got to interview the first female president of Hungary because we gave them exclusive access to that. Uh, and they do all these great news reports. Um, president of Hungary just paid a visit to First Avenue Middle School right here in Arcadia. Today we spoke to her about how her experience here has stayed with her throughout her entire career. How do I get off of this slide? There we go. But anyway, I'm not going to play all those for you, but you can see the quality and, and the quality of those have really gotten better over the years. But that's something Amber and I don't have the time to go out and do all these news reports. Another thing that we don't have time to do, uh, but we love doing it. And the production of this was amazing. Um, we did our first ever district magazine. So we took we have the news writing article team. We basically did a curation of all the news articles put it into a magazine. This was like 99%, maybe 94% student-led. Uh, our student managing editors did this. Danielle, who's on, did a great job organizing all the news articles. We have all these photos throughout the year. So we basically are doing like a semester-long yearbook in magazine form. So we published our first one last year. We're in production for volume two right now. There's a link if you want to take a look at it. And that, we don't do this at all without the interns. And uh, this has been a really popular for us as far as getting our word out, our stories out to the community. Amber talked about the Chromebook video, that won an award, uh, that was super valuable and also helped us with cost. 
podcast team. We started this a few years ago too, to do something new and exciting. And this has evolved over the years too. It used to be kind of doing stories throughout the district. The, to be honest, the analytics weren't great on it. And I said, students do what you want to do with it. So now they're doing Taylor Swift album reviews and they're just creating content, however they want to do it in their own fun way. I don't care if it's about the district or not, just do student related stories that resonate. And this is, you know, they loved it. It's a award-winning podcast. Um, so, so that's been great. Our social media, I talked about, we turned over the keys pretty much to our interns that are running social media. They're posting directly. Uh, we got recognized by Buzzfeed a few years ago as one of the best educational Instagram accounts in the world, which is kind of crazy to be up there with some of the names. Um, but that doesn't happen either without the interns posting, creating content and being able to do this on a daily basis. So that was super amazing. I think are a couple of our interns, Amber, if I'm not mistaken, are here. They're joining us between classes. So they were kind enough to ju jump on with us to just give a brief perspective from their uh, lens and then we'll get to Q&A right after them. So if uh, Danielle or Evelyn, one of you guys are on, hop on and uh, Joy, make, us, make us look uh, really good. Of course. Um, hi, my name is Evelyn. I'm the broadcast news manager here at DCI and this is my fourth semester within the program. Hi everyone, my name is Danielle Workman. I'm one of our student managing editors alongside Joya, as well as our news writing team manager and the past magazine team manager. This is my fourth year in DCI and my fifth semester. Yeah, so just jumping in a little bit in terms of our experience within the program, one thing that has been really beneficial for us has been the weekly meetings. I know there were a few mentions about it within the comment section, but within these meetings, we commonly have skill presentations. For instance, we've learned about everything from Photoshop to utilizing Premiere Pro, camera equipment, Reels, LinkedIn, and more. So really all the basics of professional journalism, and that's largely led by our student interns. So it's really a great opportunity to just learn from others within the program. On top of that, we have a lot of really, really amazing projects that DCI interns are allowed to be a part of, one being the magazine team and the AUSC Today team that were both briefly mentioned. I am beyond honored to have been part of that team and part of that award-winning magazine. And Evelyn is doing an amazing, amazing job as our broadcast team manager, making sure that we're upholding the name of that award that we won for our AUSC Today series. And on that topic of all the different types of media that we produce, whether it's podcast, magazine, or broadcast news video, it wouldn't be possible without the amazing equipment that AUSD provides for us. So whether that's DLSR cameras or different professional podcasting equipment or tripods, all of these professional materials allow us to create the highest quality video or audio content like we've seen through, for example, our magazine or broadcast news videos. Not only do we meet on quality, but as you've seen from our 10,000 photos, we also do meet on quantity as well. We also have a lot of diverse different options for our interns to explore in terms of the types of media. I'm personally the news writing team manager and I help make sure all of the articles and the magazine go out crispy clean. Evelyn helps us with those videos. We also have several other team managers for podcasting, regular videos, social media, all of these different mediums that we're allowed to explore with this advanced equipment with DCI. And one of the greatest parts about DCI is that we're not just here learning about journalism, for instance, how to write a good news writing article or how to produce a great video, but we also get to learn a lot more about our district and really appreciate all that goes on. So we're both here at the high school, but that doesn't mean that we just cover high school events, for instance. I know Danielle and I, we both like to dip our toes, you know, in <laughs> events at elementary schools or middle schools and really just understand all that's happening. 
Especially for me, I joined DCI during our COVID year, so I did not know a lot of people in the high school, let alone a lot of the events that are going on in the high in the middle school and elementary schools that I didn't attend. So being a part of DCI, I feel like I'm a lot more within my community. I have a more broad sense of what's going on within my community, and I know how to contribute to my community as well. Yeah, most definitely. So with that being said, we'll pass it on to Joya to share a little bit about her experience. Hi everyone, my name is Joya. I'm a student managing editor alongside Danielle and I've also worked on managing our website team for the past couple semesters. And just to give a little insight on like the experience of being an intern, I joined this internship as a sophomore. So this is my third year. And whenever someone asks me what the most valuable extracurricular or activity I've done throughout high school, I always mention DCI and this internship program. Having the opportunity to work at this professional level has and essentially being an intern or being an intern for my school district's public information office is such a unique experience. You know, I've learned how to manage social media accounts like Facebook and Instagram to being creative and working on projects like our broadcast news video series. And it's, it's been truly an amazing experience. When I first became an intern, I thought of this type of work like graphic design and video editing as something that would simply be a hobby of mine. But after joining this program, I saw and like opened my eyes to the idea of pursuing this as a professional career. And now that I'm a senior, I'm you know applying to colleges with the majors of communications and public relations, which I wouldn't have known otherwise um, throughout, like not wouldn't have known about these fields without being an intern. So I'm truly grateful and I really encourage you all if you, can and have those resources to provide this type of experience for students at your districts? See, they make us look good every time. Enjoy it, Danielle. Evelyn, thank you guys so much. Appreciate your perspective. It's just, it's amazing to hear that. And for Joy to say that now she's considering communications in college is just like, that's why we why we do this sort of stuff. And they're just, they're so amazing. And it's the best part of our job. Is it a little more work for us? Yes. We get tenfold the content storytelling, though, and it's so fun getting to work with them, mentor them. And again, all three of them have been at least with us for three years now. So we get to see them grow. And now they're the mentors. They're, they're helping the newbies. And we have a mentor system. So our new interns work with veteran interns like them. They help them with all their new projects. Um, so it's just amazing. It's just super fun. Um, you know, working with old curmudgeon adults like myself, it gets old after a while, but the, the energy and the enthusiasm of the youth uh, in our district is just amazing. Girls, thank you so much. You were amazing uh, as always. Award-winning program, we've been recognized and it's really just because of the students' work. Our, and we, the other thing we do for our students is we try and submit awards for their projects, you know, through our, through our SPRA and through NSPRA. Um, and they've been recognized, I, I would say more than any student group, um, but we do that for them so they can have that for their resumes as well. And they, they deserved uh, everything. Uh, so super appreciative of it. Uh, I see a bunch of questions in the chat. So I'll go through some of these. Uh, I saw a couple on the equipment. When we first started, um, Evelyn was kind enough to mention the equipment they have. But when we first started years ago, we had nothing. Um, and it was basically, if you have a phone, I had a camera in the PIO office and that was it. Our first project in every semester is learning to do a marketing video, a PR video with your smartphone. So we teach them that right away. So if they don't have any equipment, um, we 
have what's available smartphones or whatever we have so that is kind of our first project but then every year we try and with our budget we add a dslr camera we add some podcasting equipment this year so we continue to build and grow on it but we started with nothing so don't wait till you have a budget don't wait till you have equipment just start the program you can get things going and then eventually add to it amber do you see any questions in there that um we should address specifically as i'm trying to read all of them sure yeah i was trying to uh, also go through we'll go with alicia while i look to see which ones i haven't been able to get Thank sure. you so much. This has been so wonderful to hear. I appreciate all of you for being here. Um, do you happen to have the presentation on creating a video um, that you were just talking about that you could share with us so that we have something if we wanted to, just an example of what that would look like, like the first introductory class? I think that would really give us a lot of like, okay, so we have something already for the first class. Let's, you know, create something else. I really appreciate that if you would be able to share it. Sure. I, I have a blog post that I did about it years ago that I can share. And then we can share kind of our, our criteria that we give them. Like it needs to have one to two interviews in it. It needs to have some text in it. Um, and we can share that, our guidelines with you. And then that AUSD Today link um, will have student examples of their final products, which is great. So we do that, say the first or second meeting. And then that next meeting, we'll, we're going to watch most of them and critique them live. So we'll put up, Joya just did a video. We're gonna put it up and we're going to grill Joya on her video. No, we watch it. We say, oh, this was great. Maybe you could have done this better. When you're panning, slow it down. So that's a good follow-up meeting. And you could probably, those can last probably two meetings because it will take some time to do the critiques what worked, what didn't work. And then that helps everyone for the future. Like, okay, we have these videos. Let's make these corrections. Keep this in mind for next time. Let's talk about shot sequencing, how to mic up the person, where to put the microphone, lighting, where to put them. So th that'll take a couple meetings, which is great. But then you'll see, like, if you look at our early AUSD todays and, and what Evelyn and uh, Ashley have done now leading that, they look really, really good now. Um, compared to what they were. And that's just us teaching, critiquing, and going along. Great question. Um, let's see. Uh, we can definitely do a list of all the equipment. We mostly use Nikon DSLR cameras, Nikon, Canon. They're basically whatever you prefer. We use those. We usually try to get them a good one on deal at Best Buy every year. And then we slowly add. We just got some podcasting equipment. I can send you a link to some of that. Um, I'm trying to see if anyone uh, has a question they want to ask, they can just raise your hand too and pop on. I saw to a question about um, sharing a syllabus or the schedule of like our weekly meetings. What we do is Ryan and I create just a meeting agenda and he and I touch base Monday sometime before our meeting that afternoon. And we talk about what we want to go over with our interns that day. If there was a skills presentation that an intern told us about last meeting, we put that on there. And then that meeting is editable by all of our interns. So we have multiple people plugging in notes during our meeting um, about the information that they learned or just putting in links to stuff too. So it's a it's an interactive meeting agenda that we use a Google Doc to do. Yeah, and here's our website too, which has our application on there too, which will save you some time if you're looking for an application to do, to put out. Um, and you can kind of see some of the other things that we're doing and you can borrow them. Uh, if you need access, just shoot us an email uh, as well. Do students track their hours each week? 
Uh, not weekly, that's a good question. We always get this, especially from the students, what's the time commitment? But we do have them basically track what we call a task list. So after they went out and covered a game, we have a Google Sheet that's shared with all the interns so they can put on there, went to the football game Friday, I did a reel and took photos, posted them on Facebook. That way when they, that way we know what all of them are doing because we have over 20 interns. Um, and when they go to reapply each semester, they can basically copy and paste that task list to, because we asked them, what did you do last semester um, to ensure that. But so they do track it. We don't do hours. And we understand like a lot of our students, we try and really be well balanced and versatile. So a lot of our students, they're in ASB, they are, they play soccer, they run track, they're in band. So we understand like if they have a production, Danielle's an orchestrist, so she's, she has a lot of these shows, but she has a busy week with rehearsals. We say, don't worry, concentrate on dance this week, but then the next couple of weeks make, make up on it. So we don't have an hourly per week, just per semester, you need to show your participation. So we try and be as flexible as we can because we know we don't want just them in our program. I think a versatile student who's well-rounded is much more valuable in the real world. So we try to be flexible with that, but we do track what they do. Uh, responsibility form that talks about expectations. We kind of do that. We go over that in the beginning as far as what the expectations are of being an intern, you're representing us. And that, that's the thing where we format our program like an after-school club, but we tell them it's much more responsible than that. You work with Amber and I in our office. So if you screw up, it comes to us and that makes us very nervous. So we do, we are very professional. We do have high expectations for them. And the format of running it as an after-school club allows us, if it's not a good fit or somebody wouldn't represent us well, that it's not in a class so we can remove them they can leave if they don't have the time so that gives us a lot of flexibility too if you structure it within the school day or cte and it's in a class with a teacher you're much more limited and that may be great for you and work out for us it really helps with that versatility um but we, we're pretty clear about expectations and professionalism we talk a lot about it we have them all sign up for linkedin at the beginning of the year we talk about you know networking and being a professional so we're pretty clear about that uh how we haven't managed it i just say amber you're gonna have to have the tough conversation with them and uh let me know how it goes no they they kind of see it coming they know if our interns are very ambitious they're doing work like Evelyn, I actually had to tell her, no, you can't do something because she's always asking. She's always volunteering. I'm like, slow down. So they 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 pretty much get it because they understand that all their fellow interns are doing a lot of work and they kind of tell right away that they don't have the time. But we we tell them and most nine out of 10 times, it's not because they're a bad kid. They're not smart. It's because they're trying to do one extra thing and they don't have the time. So we just tell them, look, it's not a good fit right now. You don't have the time. When you have more time, come back. We're happy to have you. So that's really most of the times how it kind of goes if it doesn't work out. And then um, just to go back to, we don't have them sign anything super particular about their commitment to professionalism, but we did find out from our um, purchasing and risk manager that we should do a volunteer like liability waiver. So I'll pop a link to what that looks like for us. And we have our interns complete that at the beginning of each semester. Yeah, that's your basic limited liability form. Uh, 
that they do and they sign every semester. And it used to be, a, and sometimes still happens, but they would go to events, they would cover away football games. Sometimes they still do. So just one of those kind of typical waivers you would do for your, for a field trip or something like that. And you could probably work with your own ASB office that, that may have that already. That's basically what we, we did. Uh, how we found such great students. Um, we talked about that in the beginning, the recruitment, um, and they are great students. They are amazing. It, it's like these three are amazing and they're on this presentation for a reason, but we could have picked any of our interns and they would have been just as well-spoken and just as amazing as they are. Um, again, we recruit with the, um, we do make it exclusive. Not everyone can join. So by, by doing an application, doing an interview process, you get ambitious kids. If you just have to sign up and you're in the club or whatever, you're not going to get the most ambitious kids who really are passionate about this that want to prove themselves so we do do that but then initially it was going to the video production the the high school newspaper the yearbook and getting kids that really have an interest and we asked for personal recommendations do you have a good student do you have an ambitious student that's a hard worker that you know so that's what we asked and we do have you know while we're professional it is um we do like positive attitudes in our group too so that you we don't have somebody sitting in the back besides me sulking and being upset um so it's just kind of built in within the culture and the and the students they just they just mimic that which is fantastic hey if you guys want to hop on real quick what the question about what projects are you guys most excited about evelyn or danielle or joya yeah, um, I can start by answering this. In terms of what I'm personally most excited about, I love covering events at the elementary schools and the middle schools especially, just because it's it's so heartwarming every single time um, I see these events. Obviously, I do enjoy also covering sports events, things like that. But uh, a lot of the events at elementary schools, I know there was a comment too asking whether or not we cover events during the school day or mostly outside of the school day. A lot of these events are outside of the school day. So I look forward to covering these annual events. And mostly this semester, I'm really looking forward to working on the magazine and also just producing more series with the broadcast news team. Because one thing we've tried to do is effectively showcase like every single part of our district. So I know currently we're working on a new series within our broadcast news team to showcase all the different types of journalism programs starting at elementary school level all the way to the high school. Yeah, and Evelyn is so good. I remember last year, or is it two years ago, Evelyn, you went to one of the the elementary schools and you did a reel and you interviewed the students. And I was like, I haven't been able to get a third grader to talk like that. And so she had the most adorable sound bites from the students. I'm like, please go back to the elementary schools because everyone on here knows how tough it is to talk to like an elementary student to get them to say more than yes, no, I like it. Uh, she just did an amazing job, pieced it together. So she is like, amazing working with the elementary students and and the real so it, it's super fun uh to see those and to do those how do you found out about those events oh so that's a good question so there's a lot of district events going going around back to school nights and all these different things so we actually have a calendar manager i don't know if we talked about that but somebody that kind of goes on our website sees all the different events and they track it in our own calendar they put it out to our interns so people can kind of see what's going on how do they know about all these elementary school but so when you grow your program you can have a manager position one of the interns do that so they're kind of curating all the events going on so we have somebody that actually manages that for us which is great 
Oh, that's a great uh, question about the conflict with the other groups because we have one of our former interns was also in uh, Apache News, which is the broadcast division, and we have overlap in both. And so there, at first, the, there was a little bit of that rub, like, oh, you're taking students that were going to be in this class, but we're after school. And I tell our students, like, A, I encourage all of them to do speech and debate. It's going to help you for the rest of your life. It has little bit to do with communication and journalism, but I send them the classes. And if you really like doing the videos, um, the AOC Today stuff, Apache News, they do that all the time. Go do it there too. We'd love to have you stay here and just do it. So we've had a couple of kids that have left and done APN, but that's a class during the school day. Um, but we actually worked very well together. We'll do stories on each other's programs. Um, so it's not a competition, but it could be seen as that or the perception of that as first like oh you're taking my kids no you're just giving those kids more opportunity and we do everything from event planning graphic design and i, I tell our kids like we don't do as much video production as apache news if you want to do that and you love that do apache news they do the live streams they do it fantastic so we actually help i think each other really find the students passion and niche and let them know what's out there so it was a perception at first there was some competition but I, i'm just here to provide the opportunities and and show the students the way um any other questions amber that you're seeing that i'm missing not yet but i'm sure there's something we missed but the good news is we are available through email and we definitely encourage you to feel free to shoot Ryan and I emails if you have questions or if we can uh, provide follow-up information from what we shared today, we'd be happy to share that. And a lot of great information and resources are available on that DCI website that Joya is so great with helping, has been great with helping curate over the years. So, Yeah, thank you guys for joining. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll hang on for a couple minutes. If anyone wants to stay, ask a couple questions, we'll, we'll hang on. But That'll be it. We'll send out the recording in a few days. If you need anything, uh, email Amber and myself. Um, you know how to get in touch with us. And really appreciate it. If you're considering it, starting the internship, don't wait. Do it. It'll be the best part of your job, and you get to work with amazing high school students. So go for it and do it. And uh, I'll be in touch about our next meeting uh, with the internship collab. And uh, appreciate everyone's time. And Amber, fantastic job with the slides and all that. David, Dr. Vanalso, thank you so much. Joya, Danielle, and Evelyn, thank you so much for joining and, and helping out. Really appreciate it. This was fantastic. Thank you so much, Ryan and Amber. And, and students, you were wonderful. Very welcome. Thanks for joining, Alicia.